Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. I'm Laura Topper. It's great to be here I'm live from UK through New Network, this incredible platform that allows us to show up and shine out. And on the Cosmic Prayer Week, I know wonderful guests come on and talk about their experiences and what prayer needs them to inspire you to listen together. Uh, as a practitioner myself, I'm not incredible how prayer is. And, and I met our next guest yesterday because I'm in for a weekend. Sorry, folks, we're having a little technical difficulty. I think Laura was trying to introduce our guest for today, uh, Vicki Jeter. Hello, Vicki. Hi, Diego. Hello, it looks like Laura. We're having a little, looks like Laura's having a little trouble uh, today. She's in the middle of a move, so her Wi-Fi is a little... We can just barely hear you. As we try to deal with our technical challenges here, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Cosmic Prayer this afternoon. Yes, uh, Laura, we are hearing you as your audio is coming through with the video. I'm here. It looks like she's popped out once again. Vicky, while we're waiting for Laura to come back onto the uh, onto the uh, the shot, why don't you tell us a little bit about introduce yourself? I will be happy to do that, Diego. One thing that I know is ele electronics really responds to high spiritual energy, and so this does not surprise me at all because Laura and I have been planning for this for probably about two months. And what's true is we're both ministerial students through the um, Centers for Spiritual Living uh, ministerial program. Uh, part of it is through called Holmes Institute, and the other part is through the Centers for Spiritual Living. Welcome to the Oh, here we go. I think we're getting her back. Let's see if we can hear her have, have okay. anything to say. Give us a try here, Laura. I'm here in all time, and everything's been fine. My end has been a little bit of anyway. Vicky, I'm with us here on the Come in, come in, wherever you are. Are you joining us? Vicky does 30 years practitioner of Louisville CSL in Compete as an incredible. They are an experienced practitioner. I just hope that I could bring her on to the Cosmic 
practitioner at OES Center, CSL. with us now. So hello again, everybody. Well, I know that when Yes, Vicki, as you were saying, you, you're, you are knowing that all is well. Yes. And um, so Laura was saying that I am the senior practitioner of the Louisville Center for Spiritual Living, which Diego has already streamed across the screen as well. And I've been a practitioner for 30 years. Laura has also been a practitioner. So she and I have many parallel paths, and that's one of the reasons why we're so excited. Uh, here she comes again. <laughs> we're giving this a try. He is the author of a incredible book called which. I do believe she's trying to tell us about your book that you uh on you have released. And so he uh Would you like to tell us a little bit about your book that you've authored? Absolutely. So the title of my book, Call Me Victoria, Life Poems and Stories from Trial to Triumph, is a tapestry of the stories of my life that brought me from my beginnings of as a spiritual being having a human experience through uh, having been born with spastic cerebral palsy and everything I learned along that way spiritually and as a human being and it walks through everything I went through as an infant as a child and then as an adult which in Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue, Vicki. So uh, that's inclusive of my journey becoming a practitioner of science of mind and then uh, also into becoming a pre and perinatal educator. And a pre and perinatal educator is a person who advocates. Oh, for Key, you're here. Here we go. She's coming back. Okay. So, welcome, Vicky, to the show. We had a bit of a hiccup there because I wasn't on, and you were on, and I wasn't on. It was a bit of a mix. But anyway, we're here right now. Welcome to the Call of Prayer. It's so great to be with you. It's wonderful to be with you, Laura, and I just love the amount of energy that is um, reflecting here. So, let's pick a starting point because we've talked a little about my book. We've talked a little bit about us being ministerial students together. And I just give me the place where yeah. you like. Yes. Yes. Your experience of being a for thirty years shine and to see the life they are doing. I'm there. 
Can you hear me? I, I hear you asking for me to describe to people what it's been like to be a prayer practitioner and advocate for people for 30 years. And I'm delighted to do that. Yes, I think you're hearing her correct, Vicki. And what is it about prayer that has inspired you and inspired um, clients of yours through the difficulties that they have? So, what's true for me about the power of prayer is it is a field of relationship between the unseen and the seen. And the unseen can be termed any number of things uh, that we are somewhat familiar with and maybe some things that we're not familiar with because the unseen is very, very personal to each individual. And actually, in preparation for today, I looked up the word prayer because one of the things I like to do if I'm going to be communing with a group of people is establish a baseline. What are we talking about? And I have looked up prayer before, but it's been a while. And I was actually quite surprised that if you look up prayer in the dictionary, there isn't a definitive definition, which is wonderful in one way, because it's really a direct indication that prayer is of the essence. It's not something that can be defined or put into one path or one box. And so when you think about prayer for yourself, when I think about prayer for myself, it is profoundly individual. And so if we think about prayer as a way to build relationship with the unseen creative power that supports and sustains everything that we see, regardless of your walk of life or regardless of the faith that you were brought up in, there is a relationship there. And the more we work with that relationship, the stronger that relationship gets. And so when you think about if I say the word God or if I say even Holy Spirit or divine creator, some people will shy away from that because of things that we've been through in the past. For some people, it fires us up. But what's true is it's about what works for you. And it's about where you feel that sense of conviction. So in my story, Laura was asking me what has been my journey with this. I first actually engaged the power of what it means to commune with that which is greater than myself. Sometimes I call that my higher power. So in the moment, I'll call it my higher power. Uh, I had my back to the wall. I was born with spastic cerebral palsy. And when I was nine years old, I was in the hospital having the, the fourth of five orthopedic surgeries. And that was the time when I learned that the surgeries for my disability were not going to fix me one day. I wasn't going to come out of one of those surgeries and suddenly be able to walk. And so I was livid. I was profoundly upset 
because this happened very spontaneously. This happened out of my own precociousness from something that the doctor said. If I was asking people, you know, will I walk one day, they would hold the door open and say, like, maybe. But that really left me kind of hanging out in a void. And then when I finally realized that there isn't going to be a magic orthopedic surgery that solves this problem, I mean, God and I had to come to Jesus meeting. And it was in my experience of that conviction that I was coming from, speaking the truth from my gut and from my heart. And it was in the moment, a bit of a knockdown drag out that I had with God. And I said, look, you are uncaring, unforgiving, incredibly selfish. If you do not find a way to show me what is going on here. And if we don't find a way to figure this out, I, I, I don't need you. I, I don't I don't want a connection to whatever this is if it's not more fair than that. And so ultimately, uh, I went to sleep because I had just been out of surgery for like three days. And I had a profound visitation of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I, I won't go into the nitty gritty details, but um, there was a, a priest and two nuns that came and prayed for me at the foot of my bed. And when they left the room, they did not stay. When they left the room, I had a visitation from the Holy Spirit and it answered my questions, except for I did not get a decisive answer to uh, whether I, I would ever walk without crutches or any of that. But I was told that I was heard, I was understood, and that I was incomprehensibly loved. And I just had to trust the process. And if I would trust the process, one day all of my questions would be answered. And that has been the foundation of my faith ever since. The thing is that when I went there, I wasn't folding my hands and saying a prayer, but I was in communion with the creator of all with a conviction of faith that wasn't in doubt. I wasn't saying like, God, are you there? I was saying, I know you're there and this is what needs to happen right now. And that's what happened. And so one of the things that I want to impart to everybody about the power of prayer is that it is so individual. And when you hear it's about praying from faith, believing before we've seen, it is an inside out experience. And so if you're looking for where your connection to God is for you, the thing to do is to take an inventory of where you feel grace, where you feel your sense of conviction. Where are the moments in your life where you could stand up and say, hey, this is my truth and this is where my truth connects to life. And right now that's what I'm calling God. Because when we have our thoughts, and our feelings and our current beliefs lined up behind our word, that is living prayer. And I know that was a lot. I'll stop there in case somebody wants to say something else. Uh, thank you, Bonnie Morgan. I do see your comment there. I'm glad it's contagious. This is what it's all about. Primal substance. There's a good name for God. You know, when you think about the names for God, what works for you? I grew up, when I grew up, my dad was a bit of a shaman type and 
he called God Betty. And I grew up knowing that when my dad said he was going to go talk to Betty, that meant that he was going to go and do his communion with God that some people would call prayer. And um, so for some people, they find unconditional universal love through pets, through animals, through nature, maybe not even a pet. If that's where the connection is for you, then that's where you go. And the more you cultivate that, the stronger it will get. And the most beautiful thing is that whatever you find the combination that works for you, as you work it and as you communicate at that level, you don't even have to call it prayer if that is not a comfortable term for you. But as you work the process of this idea that you can have relationship to the unseen, then as you get demonstrations to your truth, then that bolsters your faith. So faith brings demonstrations and demonstrations build faith. And the whole thing just um, expands exponentially from there. Okay. They're asking if we might like to close with a prayer and do this at a time when Laura's internet is going to be kinder and she and I might do some prayer work together to know that all of this energy moves through more calmly. So absolutely, let's close with prayer. And you would like for me to start that? Yes, please, Vicki. I think because you're, we have a, a stronger connection with your internet. I think you closing us with a prayer would be a wonderful blessing. Okay. Um, might I suggest this? You guys were asking me about a poem from my book. How about if I read a poem from my book and then close with prayer? That sounds beautiful. Marvelous, because there are other readings I will be able to do when we do this again. Let me just get this right in front of me here. Outstanding. So this poem is titled A Conversation with God. I met my God for lunch today. He said, your dreams are at hand. Why have you not embraced them? I have come here to understand. I said, this image in my mind's eye is behold near and dear. Yet within crevasses of my heart, tis not so crystal clear. For when I embolden take the plunge and realize my dreams, Familiar yarns shall come unspun, my heritage lost to ancient streams of staunch and never-ending doubts, out of which I am born and bred. Alas, I am as yet unfit to hear such farewells be said. Well, God sat back and had a chuckle, and then long he smiled at me. Oh, he said, my beloved child, however shall you come to see? that the unraveling is intrinsic to the plan. It is all of grand design. When all originates in me, no less can ever be thine. So the comfort zones come and the comfort zones go. There are twists in every turn. Yet if in me you will trust and jump, pearls of wisdom shall you learn that once a love has come to be, tis beheld for all eternity within the palace box of secrets and the dream is the golden key so trust yourselves oh thank you so much 
that is so beautiful. I'm in here now and I'm listening to that. And that's just been perfect for, for what's been happening right now on the cosmic prayer. Oh, that's beautiful. That's from your book, Call Me Victoria. Call Me Victoria. Yes, yeah. I love it. And what inspired you to write that? That particular poem? Yes, um, that particular poem. So that particular poem was born out of my recognizing that I had a palace box of secrets inside that went so deep mm. and was so protected. It was, it, was, it was a way of my finding the courage to break down my defenses. You know, I had so much that I was protecting and defending from having been born with CP and all the different challenges, you know, and we're either retracting or we're expanding. Mm -hmm. And so I had been retracting and I didn't know how to break through and find my way um, when, when that poem was actually engendered within me. That's not exactly the time that I wrote it. But then when I was ready, I was able to reflect back and realize, and uh, the, the book Conversations with God had come out. So I had said to myself, well, what would happen if I just have this conversation with God about how to unpack all these steamer trunks of stuff that I have? And, and then the poem came out. I just start, I started out. So if I was going to have a, just a conversation with God, I can imagine, well, we might meet for lunch. And so I started the first line and then the rest of it came after that. <laughs> yeah. Because do you think that prayer is a constant conversation with God? I, I think prayer uh, evolves into and becomes a constant conversation with God. Absolutely. We are never separate from the source from which we come, but spirit meets us where we show up. And so if mm. right now a person's in a place where their conversation with God doesn't feel like a prayer, then you don't have to consider it a prayer. But as you um, find your own truth about that, and as you have the courage to keep engaging at that level, then the conversation and the connection expands. Like we said, faith lends to answered prayer and answered prayer lends to faith. And as it grows, I, I have found that more and more of every moment of my living day is a living prayer. And so the answer to that question is both. For people, if they hear, you know, life, life is a walk and talk and prayer, and they're in the middle of the dark night, they're going to look at you and go, you have got to be out of your mind. And, and that's true for them. And that's okay. But it's about recognizing that having the courage to ask yourself the right question and say, what's up? Start there, like I did when I was nine, and just said, look, you know, this isn't working for me. So we got to come up with a whole new deal here. And recognizing mm -hmm. that the, the willingness to engage with that conviction of whatever your truth is, that will bear out. And then, yes, that evolves into as, you know, faith and answer, faith and answer, and it gets bigger and bigger. Absolutely. It can come to a point where every breathing moment that you have can be a living prayer. Yes. Wow. I love your answer. So for someone that comes to see you and in a practitioner capacity or counseling, in a spiritual counseling capacity, um, 
or life coaching capacity and you know and they know that yes they can begin with prayer and maybe they've never used prayer before maybe it's something very very new and i'm really yeah, listeners that might might tune into this and feel wow well, it's great to hear this you know to not pray and have the faith and yet I'm not even in that place yet. All this going on in my life, how can I even get to the beginning of this place? Mm-hmm. What would you say, then, Vicky, to this person as a, as, a, as a starting point right now, begins prayer practice with faith? So if you're beginning at the beginning and you don't have a whole lot of foundation that you have faith in, the place to smart to start is somewhere very simple and small. And uh, for example, um, wh- I was teaching a basics class in the science of mind, which has a whole lot to do with uh, learning about directive prayer. And as I was describing, there's a structure that we have that has five steps to it. And I'm going through this basic structure of how you can approach prayer. And one of my older students said, Vicki, he said, I really don't want to offend you. But he said, I don't need five steps. And so I said, well, tell me more. And he said, I know if I just say, help me, God, that it's going to be responded to. And I said, good for you. That's all you need. Because what we're looking for is wherever your what's happening for you in the current reality to just be able to say that with conviction because the power and the presence that we're talking about whatever you call it the higher power holy spirit whatever your name for that is it's all around us all the time mm-hmm. it's not in in any one place or any any one thing it's everywhere and so it's about making that authentic connection and from the authentic connection, even if it is to say, you know, I've been mad at you for 30 years and I don't know how to do this. That's your first prayer. Yes. That that's your first prayer. And then from there, you know, it's a bit of a dance. Like we take a step in the word, whatever word we say, and there's a response. And then, then you try the next thing and then there's a response. And so if a, if a person wants to develop a prayerful life, It's just about trusting because the system that supports us and sustains us, it knows that you're sitting in the place of wanting a prayerful life. So if you want a prayerful life and then you don't worry about whether or not what you just did looks or sounds like a prayer, you just say, this is my prayer and this is my truth right now. Well, spirit's going to say, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's good. What's next? You know, and so that's where you start. And certainly having the prayer support from a practitioner or someone that you have had faith in, because that's the other thing about it is that um, it's fields of energy. Like we've been talking this morning, sincerely, this electronic thing we have going on, you know, when there's a lot of energy, then then that like leverages everything that goes into it. Right. And sometimes on a human level, through things like electronics, it can cause things to fritz out. So like, for example, you were asking some yeah. of my experiences in working with people. I can be working with a client in prayer and we're working to get down to the pearl of what is actually going on, like speaking that truth. And sometimes it could be either the client or myself and we speak the truth and the phone will literally disconnect. 
because it just it can't handle that much, you know, yeah. there it is. And it's actually confirmative because it's like, okay, that's it. There it is right there. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. So true. And so, yeah. And so then you just kind of go from there, you know? So um, what's true is when, when scripture says where two or more are gathered in prayer, that is a profound reality. That's like what happened to me. I don't even know if you were able to hear it, but I was telling the story. I was in the hospital and I had that fight with God and uh, a nun, uh, two nuns and a priest came. And so there was the two or more gathered in a conviction of faith. They certainly were not angry. They were simply doing what they had done so many times before and held a field for me. And that opened that door to meet my conviction. So you see, that yeah. didn't happen just on my own. What I did put me in the place of being ready to receive but what they did absolutely with their yes with their practice of faith they came in support of me so whenever a person that's one thing so someone who's struggling with prayer if you want to uh engender a prayerful life but you're shy or you don't know how start where you are and find prayer support find a group of people that are praying like even right here i mean this is certainly i mean your whole uh, mission, your whole agenda, your whole foundation here is cosmic prayer. So keep coming to cosmic prayer. Keep listening and, and you know, checking out what happens here. And that's going to cultivate a field of openness to prayer around you. And then your, your life with God will unfold from there. Yeah. Oh, beautiful what you're saying. And that the whole idea of when two or more are gathered, for me, it's the head and the heart coming together and, and uniting as one. And, and I can feel that what you did there was you did that within yourself. And so people showed up to support yeah. you in yeah. your time of need. You know, amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, please carry on. Oh, well, as someone was just saying, putting on the Christ. Um, putting on the Christ. Yes, putting on the Christ. So the um, I am. One, yes, the and, and recognizing that the I am, uh, there's a saying within uh, the faith of through Centers for Spiritual Living that the truth is a truth no matter who speaks it. And so when the truth is being spoken, the universe responds to that. So there was, and, and that's where it's like putting on the Christ, just putting on that knowing that this is where I am, this is what I am, and then the universe responds to that, bringing along whatever is needed to fully support that process. Yes, and it's that piece, isn't it, having the faith in that, having the faith that then to step back, and that's, you know, the letting go, having faith and knowing that it is already done, these are there to support us. And we open up to that. Things show up in the most incredible ways that we couldn't imagine in our mind. And we've stocked it with prayer and with faith in that, in knowing that God is doing it. I'm not doing it. It's being done through me and I can let go. Right. There but yeah, for the that, grace of God go I. There but for the I've heard that twice this week. Thank mm -hmm. you, Vicky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know our time here has been a little bit um, uh, 
even with internet and the connect the internet connection and I would like to oh we've both gone to the side there <laughs> I'd like to um oh here we go yes. Louisville Center for Spiritual Living yeah, this is our Facebook page thank you this is the page for Vicky's uh SL this is where Vicky um, is a practitioner based founding practitioner for Louisville CSL. You are only online now, aren't you? Yes, the services are strictly online. And so uh, anyone who might like the link to a Sunday, uh, just send a message through Laura or something and we can help you figure that out. The gentleman there, that's our minister. His name is Reverend Rick McCollum that was lighting our God candle in the video. Um, so one of the things that's true, um, I think uh, we were thinking about closing with prayer when I got to the end of the, the poem. Absolutely. Would you like me to go ahead and do that since your internet is struggling and I'll just close this out with a treatment? Yeah, please do, Vicky. Okay. That would be great. Uh, and you and I, I think we'll need to. What are we treating for? What are we treating for here today? Let's let's feel yeah. what it is. Connection, That's... connection, <laughs> unity, connection. and the the leveraging of and a direct experience of spirit for all your listeners and anyone who might find this after this time um I'll, I'll be checking with you i'll Perfect. check in with you after to see if we want to try to do a plan b <laughs> since we had internet trouble today we will do a, um, we will we will be together again definitely but we'll talk about that after the prayer okay thank you Vicky. thank you laura and thank you diego it's such an adventure I totally trust the adventures in spirit. And so this right here, this is one of the benefits of trusting that process of the relationship to the all uh, by the practice so much uh, is just knowing that it, there is a perfection here. And so on that note, that even in what is possibly the slight feeling of a little internet chaos that spirit is at work in that that there is order in chaos and that in fact it's that stirring things up that very often is what is leading to the next breakthrough the next piece of something extraordinary that might not have made its way through before and so it is my pleasure and my privilege to take up the word in what Centers for Spiritual Living calls affirmative prayer, what Laura referred to as a treatment. And that term is simply about a structure of five steps that leads to a sense of doubtless conviction. And as I say this prayer, I'm going to name these five steps and any prayer can be put into a treatment and it's not saying that anyone's prayer is any more powerful than anyone else's it's not about the power of the prayer itself what a treatment is about is bringing the one praying to a point of doubtless conviction that our word 
is sent forth and responded to even before we've asked. And so that process begins with recognition. I recognize there is one presence and power that is universal by any name. It is limitless and cannot be contained. And the paradox is that it is equally present at every point in existence, through every being, every emotion, every dynamic, every dimension, world without end. There is nowhere that the presence and process of creation is not. And it meets us where we show up. So in this moment, I show up as unified with the source of life. And likewise, I know that each person listening, that Laura, that Diego, that the entity that is the cosmic prayer group is unified with the one in mind, heart, and soul. And from this alignment, I realize in my experience right here and right now that the intention, that the mission and vision of the Cosmic Prayer Group is met and more. That in this moment, people who have listened to these pieces and caught just snippets of what has been reflecting through them and saying, what was that? What did she say? I really need to hear that. I really need to find that out. Or people who are aware that like the stories that have been told here today, that they have had a story like that, realizing that it's universal, that it wasn't uh, happenstance, that they thought they were tapped on the shoulder by an angel, that they felt the sense that when they were to gather, gathered together with another person or another small group of people, that it feels like that, that power and presence is exponentially present. It is. The truth shall set us free. And working with that truth, embodying that truth, is what I believe is a part of what we're here to learn as spirits having a human experience. And in this realization step, I know that the fulfillment of it has been in advance, trusting in the unseen, knowing that this process of speaking this prayer anyway, even though I'm coming from the place of knowing it's already done, that it is that which then keeps it cultivating. We continue to pray because the prayer in this moment is the demonstration of the next moment and the demonstration of the next moment is the prayer of the moment after that. It is a continuous process, a continuous dance between the seen and the unseen. It is the I am that I am moving from essence into form. And God bless this arena, this virtual awesome across the world thing that we have here that we can be in both Louisville, Kentucky and the United Kingdom and wherever Diego is all at the same time. What a demonstration of the truth that sets us free. We are not limited.
by all of that, which would cause us to feel limitations in the human. We only have to keep reaching for the esoteric stars. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Presence of Life, by any name, for this and so much more. And I simply just release it. I let it be. And so it is. And just to recap, as I know, I got kind of embellished there. So the steps are recognizing that there is one. And if there's only one, then necessarily I must be of that one. I am unified. And because I'm unified, my word is the word of the one creative essence. And if my word is the word of the creative essence, then it must surely be fulfilled even before I've asked. And if it's before been filled even before I've asked, then of course I am profoundly grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. And I just release it and let it be. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Vicky. Incredible. Thank what you so much, Laura. Thank you for being here, for being so present and so willing to, to show up and to speak your truth and share. And I know that you're going to come back on the Cosmic Prayer very soon when the internet will be absolutely stable and every word will be just heard in the heart of, of everybody that, that tunes in and listens. Because I know you yes. have so much to share and it's so, so vital that people hear um, what it is and what you know as truth, as prayer. So thank you so much for coming on to the Cosmic Prayer. And for, for those of you that, that are listening now or, or at a later date, if you're tuning into this, uh, Vicky Jita is a, a, an incredible prayer practitioner and spiritual guide and coach. And you can find her on Facebook. And she's with Louisville, Kentucky CSL. You can find her there. And she's always ready to hear from you if you would like to, um, to reach out to, to Vicky for prayer, partnership, for practitioner work, for whatever it is in relation to spiritual guidance. And it, thank you also. Thank you, Jan. It's great. Just great to tune in with you, Vicky, because I know that in, in our ministerial education, you are just, you're, you're there as a, as a minister, you know, on track with, with all of this. It's an exciting Well, I don't journey. know how often they've heard it, but as you know, Laura, so are you. It's so much fun to watch you blossom in the ministry. And so thank you for having us be a part of our journey together. Yeah. So for anybody that's listening, this is uh, the Cosmic Prayer on New Thought Media Network. And if you liked this, uh, if this touched your heart or resonates with you uh, as the Cosmic Prayer with with Vicky today, then you are welcome to leave an, a love offering donation for New Thought Media Network, and that can be done through the website NT Media. Or oh, there's the PayPal link. Thank you, Diego, for popping that up. You can leave whatever you feel in that PayPal um, love bank.
Network, and it goes into the New Thought Media Network ministry, uh, which is ministered by Reverend uh, Robert Brzezinski, and uh, that will that allows this uh, all this ministry to flourish and to do what it has to do to bring enlightened uh, knowing to listeners around the world. If you feel like it's your calling to sponsor the Cosmic Prayer, you can do that also by going to ntmedia.org and you can become a sponsor and there's lots of amazing opportunities for that. You can just send an email through and you'll be responded to by Reverend Robert uh, as soon as you email in. And I will be back here next Monday with another, with, with good internet connection and another guest. <laughs> So until then, uh, love and blessings to you wherever you are and whoever you are on this planet. So much love to you from my heart. And thank you again, Vicky, for being such an amazing guest here on the Cosmic Prayer. And you're going to come back. And, and yeah, and thank you to everyone who, who typed in. Uh, uh, yes. A lot of support there. So thank you to all the listeners. There was. Yeah, I will. Bonnie and Wayne, thank you. Until next time on the Cosmic Prayer. See you then. Bye. Thank you for Bye. listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.